ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. A former Labor minister has been announced as the head of a government review into supermarkets. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says Dr Craig Emerson will lead the Food and Grocery Code of Conduct review, which will assess its effectiveness before the code automatically repeals in April next year. The voluntary code has been signed onto by the three major supermarkets and aims to improve the standards of business behaviour in the sector. Yesterday, Nationals leader David Littleproud criticised the government for not announcing a reviewer within the first three months. The ABC's Michael Rowland asked the Prime Minister why it took so long. Well, we've been continuing to work uh, through the ACCC. This is just one aspect of the work that we've been uh, undertaking. Uh, We've made uh, that uh, announcement, the decision to appoint Dr Emerson was made uh, a while ago. We tend not to uh, do uh, new announcements in terms of appointments over the the Christmas New Year period. Uh, So Dr Emerson uh, has been already uh, undertaking uh, the work and uh, he's an appropriate person. What we're saying is here, the voluntary code of conduct that uh, is uh, currently uh, run by industry Uh, This will be an examination of whether further mandating is actually required because we know that when we've seen a reduction in the cost to supermarkets, that hasn't been passed on in an appropriate way to consumers and we want to make sure that that happens. When you say mandating, so government intervention to, to ensure supermarkets behave themselves is on the table here? Well, everything's on the table because we want to make sure that consumers benefit. Supermarkets say they're working to strike the right balance between what's paid to farmers and checkout prices. Queensland's Premier has asked to meet with supermarket chief executives to discuss the matter. Rachel Chambers is the CEO of Growcom. She explained to Anna Pikett what the main issue with price gouging is. That is a really good question because people say price gouging and it's a great media grab and it's great for attention, but price gouging isn't illegal in Australia. So if you break down what the actual issues are, I think the actual issues that we're talking about is I think Australians believe that there's a fundamental obligation to the big corporates being, you know, big supermarkets who have a a giant market share to not mess around with fresh food pricing. So I think that as Australians, we know that we grow some of the best quality fresh fruit, veg and nut in the world. And I believe that we all understand that it's not a, it's not discretionary spend, is it? <laughs> so everyone has to eat. So I think the issue is what we're saying is how dare the supermarkets make money out of something that we all have to have in a business sense that they have the, the monopoly or duopoly or, or how you ever you want to phrase it. I think that's what we're cheesed about. 
I think many people listening would be irked that, you know, major supermarkets made billion dollar profits last year, whilst thousands of families are struggling to put food on the tables. So you can understand why this is an incredibly emotive issue. Oh, and, and look, and I think if we're going to unpack the issues, you have to understand that these are big corporates and they their first obligation is to their shareholders. So if they're not making money, and I, and I would dare say, you know, some of the average Australians are shareholders in some of these big um, supermarket chains as well. So what well, what I think the issue is, is we're saying in this cost of living um, crisis, as it is also sensed in the media, in that you have an obligation not to profiteer um, in the supply chain of fresh food because um, we all need it. And I think, you know, it is emotive because everyone is going to the checkout now and it's not that you can't go. I know that people are delaying it. Everyone's delaying that, you know, that shopping run. But I think what what we need as growers, so I represent growers, I think what we need the Australian public to understand is the price that you're paying is not reflective at all on the price that growers are being paid. So, and, and that gap is something that we can't see. So because of, of course, um, you know, big multinationals and, and corporates, there's a lot of veils of secrecy in the way that they price things. Um, all we can say is uh, in the last 10 years, we've got growers saying that they're being paid the same in the last 10 years. What we're saying is that grower expenses has gone up between 30 and 65%. And I think every listener can understand um, if you think about the food supply chain, growers have a lot of refrigeration to keep stuff fresh. Of course, that requires electricity. Electricity has gone up in price. There's a big chunk. Um, we transport fresh produce all around Australia. It's not a small country. Um, fuel prices are what they are. And, and you know, you, you look at those two alone and you go, oh, yes, okay, I see where the costs have come from. Um, however, growers are not being paid that amount. So we've got growers absolutely going backwards and screaming out saying, I don't know how much we can hold on any longer. And then we all look at the supermarkets making these massive profits. And I think that's where we need to come to some kind of clarity and understanding. Well, supermarkets say they're working to strike the right balance between what's paid to farmers and checkout prices. Do you think an ACCC inquiry will force their hand? There is a, there's a lot of talk within the industry in that we've had inquiries before that have done absolutely nothing. So it's not – this is a highly complex issue and as much as I've, I very much appreciate average Australians are only interested in um, the price at, at supermarket, the price at checkout, the whole supply chain is broken in fresh produce. There are uh, elements of every link of the supply chain that need um, investigation, that need work, that need solutions. So um, as much as um, I'm happy to talk about, you know, the end, end product and the consumers and the, um, the supermarkets, we really need to investigate the whole supply chain link because at the end of the day, what we're all after is a sustainable, affordable, fresh produce for all Australians. And at the moment, um, the A and an ACCC inquiry, yes, absolutely, um, do it and and let's see how we how we go. But it is one piece of a very complex puzzle. 
one fresh food analyst says supermarkets actually have much less pricing power in this category than most people would think. Managing Director of Fresh Logic, Martin Kneebone, says the existence of independent grocers and the rapid growth of Aldi mean it's actually quite a competitive market. It's a combination of things. Over the course of the last year, we've seen some higher prices in fresh foods as some areas uh, were impacted adversely by uh, climate and uh, particularly fruit and vegetables. And we've also seen the increasing cost of mortgages for the 30% of households that have mortgages uh, chew up a lot of money. And so there's definitely a level of pressure in the households and I think that that's led to uh, a greater concern and interest about where the household expenditure is going. Now, there's been a lot of calls, as we've said, about this inquiry and a lot of the attention seems to be on the supermarkets and their pricing practices. I suppose, what's your thoughts on how that all operates? I think at times, Hugh, that uh, the competitive environment the supermarkets work in is not well understood, particularly with fresh food, because they are they're dealing with um, a substantial specialist retail sector, butchers, bakers, fishmongers and fruiterers, and they are competent. Uh, in this marketplace in Australia, and they give the supermarkets definitely a run for their money. So to think that in fresh food the supermarkets can just set their prices and disregard each other or those independent uh, specialist operators uh, I I think is not right. I think that uh, the the price setting is very much a a sum of those competitive dynamics. Let's not overlook the fact that we've got a very competent competitor come into this market just over 20 years ago, and they have opened and successfully operate nearly 600 stores. So if the competitive bar was down, it's certainly a lot higher than what it was 20 years ago. And, um, you know, those three supermarkets need to watch each other quite carefully because the mix of real estate that we have in place means that in many locations people can park in one place and shop in two or three supermarkets. So the competitive alternatives are ready and available. Yeah, interesting. So you you, you say basically that it is a competitive market, which uh, with the commentary at least, it's that seems to not be the general consensus, if you know what I mean. Well, yeah, I agree. That's, that's what I get from the commentary. But let's look at something like fruit and vegetables specifically. The, the fruiterers or the green grocers would hold 20% market share, which is a meaningful market share. And most major supermarkets have got one at the front door. Now, they can source inventory when they want, whenever they want, uh, through central markets, and they will compete directly with the supermarkets. And you've got about 20, 25% of supermarket shoppers walk through the supermarket and then go and shop at the greengrocer. So I'd call that a fairly, a fairly high bar in terms of competition. And if the, if the retailer involved disregards the fruiter or another supermarket in proximity, I think they would see it in their sales very quickly, within hours typically. And then I suppose, so the, the attention at the moment on, you know, perceived high fruit, fruit and veg prices, you know, would, in your opinion, could you put that down to normal volatile fresh food markets and I suppose just general inflation then? Well, there's not much inflation in fruit and veg. It's the price is set by supply and uh, if supply changes, it'll be reflected in the wholesale price and that pretty much flows straight through to retail. So, and it has been changes in the availability of supply over the last 18 months that caused a lot of volatility.
and therefore shortages of supply means that prices go up. But what will the review achieve and could it actually lead to lower prices on supermarket shelves? Will it address accusations that supermarkets are ripping off farmers and profiting at their expense? Agriculture Minister Murray Watt says supermarkets are underpaying farmers and overcharging consumers. Yeah, well, I've been calling for several months now for supermarkets to do the right thing, both by farmers and consumers, uh, because I think everyone can see it just doesn't pass the pub test. Uh, for farmers to be paying, being paid so little for their produce and consumers to be being charged so much. Uh, we have seen in response to those calls some action from supermarkets to drop some of their prices, particularly for things like sheep meat, uh, but there's a long way to go. Uh, and what we hope to achieve through this review of the code of conduct for food and grocery industry uh, is a lot more transparency from the supermarket chains and big retailers about what sort of prices they are paying producers Uh, And that allows farmers uh, to have a more level playing field when they're negotiating with wholesalers and retailers. But it also gives consumers a much bigger picture about what the sort of price differential is between what farmers are are receiving and what consumers are paying. How can you achieve both things, though? How can prices be brought down on supermarket shelves for consumers? And at the same time, how can farmers be paid more for what they produce? Yeah. The primary focus of this review will be looking at, as I say, the level of transparency between retailers and their suppliers and wholesalers. Uh, And I think it will achieve a lot to really overcome that situation where farmers um, just don't really know what prices the farmer up the road is getting when they're selling their produce to one of the retailers. And therefore, they don't really know what price to be charging the retailers and the wholesalers themselves. But I think that improving that transparency uh, and making sure that all of us know what the what the supermarkets and retailers are paying and how they're conducting their business more generally. That will really provide everyone with a much clearer picture and I think put at, at the very minimum put moral pressure on the retailers to do the right thing when they're setting their prices in supermarkets. If everyone has a better idea that a farmer is getting a very low price for their produce, it's pretty hard for the retailers to be able to justify charging a lot more at the supermarket shelves.